Uh, but yeah, because <clears throat> there's so many. Oh, it's been such a while. And there's so many. <laughs> so much fight stuff that's happened. Um, so, uh, yeah, I feel bad. So I started. Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. So the last. Did I just not take notes? Yeah, so there was an Invicta. Uh, fights or card or whatever the other week, the other day. Um, but. Because it was. Uh, 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 Alicia Zapatella and. Uh, fuck. Oh my gosh. I gotta <laughs> Sometimes I fuck, I should prepare better. But then I'm always like, ah, I don't feel prepared enough. Uh, and it just takes too long and I don't do it. So. This so what I get. This is what I get. Forgot the forgot the young lady's name. Fucking idiot. And I didn't write it down. And I I didn't get. I think I only have notes for half of the card. So oh wait 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 wait. Yeah. Oh man. Ah oh, fuck. There are so many fights. So let, let's see. Did I talk about UFC t 269? I think so. Jillian Roberts takes that neck. Just in case, let me just go through my notes. Whatever. Oh, yeah, that chick that did the eye gouges. Yeah, I did talk about that last time. Um, so then I must, yeah, Ega Emmett. Did I talk about them? Had to. Then this fight night, the Chikatsu, uh Cater. <laughs> so my puppy, is, uh, her name is Gigi. I didn't name her. She came with that name. And... Uh, and I started calling Gigi Chikatsa. <laughs> Gigi Chikatsa, come in. Uh, but yeah, so shout out to Giga Chikatsa. But uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, Bill. Uh, was it Bill? Yeah, Bill Algio and then Brito. Brito control on the ground. But yeah, Algio won that one. Oh, yeah. So then after that, there's a, with Brandon Royval. If you remember, he fought <coughs> Brandon Moreno. Uh, he was the so Brandon Moreno beat him and then he fought Figgy for the title because so they're on Fight Island so Brandon Moreno fought Roy Val and then uh, Figueredo fought uh, 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 was Alex Perez fuck I think it's Alex Perez but anyway so he so they both fought on that same card and the one where uh, Moreno beat Roy Val and then the next one they fought for the title so Roy Val fought uh, Brandon Moreno right before he fought for his did his first title fight against figgy the one that they got the draw but so they're in the fight and then his his elbow or his arm popped out or something like right like he almost made it if he had made it to the bell because they popped it in right after but anyways so brandon he's fucking a beast and i was watching i was like man is is he the most active fighter from like from his back like the, is he like the guy that's he has the most active guard and even not even just stay, he's because he's always scrambling. He's always like he doesn't sit like as soon as his back hits the mat, he's already he's turning to his side. He's getting trying to get his feet in their hips or he's he's doing something. He's always moving. He's shrimping, fucking uh, shimmying, sh shrimping and shimmying, and uh, he's always moving. And he's never he never stays still. He doesn't accept any, he doesn't ever accept a position. Um, it's fucking crazy to see. So I was wondering, I was like, man, is he the most active guy from his back? Does it have the most active 
guard. Uh, I'm trying to think. Like, I think maybe Ricky Tercio, Tercios. Because I remember, because uh, he, 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 he ended up winning uh, this last season where he was, fuck, what is this? Is he a, were they Bantamweights they were doing? I can't remember. But anyways, he won for his weight class for uh, Ultimate uh, Tough, the Ultimate Fighter. This past season, what do they call it? The comeback season or something. I don't know. This past, the last season of uh, the Ultimate Fighter that came out. Check it out on ESPN. Maybe UFC app too, but ESPN uh, Plus, you can watch it on there for sure. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, Ricky Tercios and Brandon Roy Vall. But they're both little guys too, so maybe that is why. But either way, I mean, because they're, they're, it's just, it's, they're so distinctly, for, to me, they're significantly more active than everybody else that I watch. Or, I mean, at least enough that I'm like, oh shit. Cause it's like, it's like they just, cause I'm watching it and I'm like, why doesn't everybody do that? <laughs> like, why doesn't everybody just keep moving and not accept a fucking dominant position and stay on their back? Or why are they? Why, do they, why doesn't everybody just keep scrambling? That's the secret. You <laughs> know, like the, as if you know what I mean. Like it's that easy. Everyone doesn't do it because it's a lot of work. Fuck. Right, <laughs> just laying on the just lay on the floor, and then stand up. You know what I mean? Because you have to like put your hand and just stand up. You're like, oof. Yeah. <laughs> Most people are like, young people, you can do it. Most people are like, Ugh. like I sit in a chair and I'm like, Ugh. I'm making old man dad noises. But anyway, so it's fucking tired. But it, I, so I was watching them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the question. I'm trying to think of who else. And also in the higher weight classes, who has a like, super active guard or their ba- or from their back. I mean, uh, I want to say Ferg, Tony, Tony Ferg from... Well, I, he's a little because he'll even like sit in the garden, like chop people with his elbows. But and then you know, not against uh, Benny or Charlie. <laughs> um, fuck, I think he has a fight coming up. Fuck, I should have looked that shit up. Um, but anyways, yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to think that. I'm thinking that. Then Jake Collier and. Uh, Oh, he called out. Oh, yeah, I remember he called out Orlovsky. Called him an old dog. But then, oh, I guess Justin Taffa tweeted him a raised hand. Said so he's in. I think Justin Taffa is actually now he's scheduled to fight uh, Derek Lewis, I believe. I blip. No, no, no. I'm thinking of Taito Ivasa. Duh. Oh, that was right. Duh. <laughs> uh, so scratch that. Um, dum, dum, dum. Oh, yeah, and I was going through and I was. Fuck, did I. Talk about this. I was going through. Because um, I watched, like, all the Giga's fights and Kader's fights before the fights that night. Or that morning, I think, maybe. I don't remember. But I was reviewing the old ones and I was watching. I saw Giga. Because it was showing his record was like. Anyways, I saw. I went back and looked, and I guess because he got a draw in one of his fights, and then it got changed. They they reannounced it as a win. Um. Oh yeah, and the whole time it was so during the Cater, uh, Gita the Chicago, Gita Chikadza and Calvin Cater during their fight. Uh, Vittori was sitting in 
the stand. I think he was sitting next to Dana and uh, or maybe McMahon and them. And then uh, and then he's like, like during the fight, you can see him. All he's like, oh shit, four. And he's like, get him, get him. Like he was going crazy. Like I wish they had a camera just on him for the fight. <laughs> he was get, he was into it. He was going nuts. And that reminds me too. So there's so in. I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but while I'm thinking about it, UFC 267 that just happened uh, in Ganu versus Gan. So there was, uh, you could see there was like this young girl and a guy. So it was like this girl, a guy, an older gentleman, and then I think Dana was like the next seat. So I believe they're sitting right next to Dana. I was like, who is this fucking like, I don't know, she looked really young. Like, I don't know, she could have been like, I don't know, 16 or 25, I'm not sure. But... She had like the you know the red beats. So sometimes you see people around the ring and those front seats are they're sitting. They have the the red beats headphones on, and so she's sitting there. And there's an older guy. But from the pre from the very first fight, she was sitting there because you can see like when the prelims fights, when you get angles or shots of the, or you know where they have angles. What do you call it? Like camera angles where you can see the the bleach the seats or whatever, and you can see like during the prelims there's not a lot of people there, and then as the fights go on, more and more people fill fill up the seats. <laughs> which bugs the shit out of me now like before because i used to i thought i was a hardcore fan because i bought all the pay-per-views and i would really only watch the main card on most of them you know um but now it like that's one of my pet peeves is like i was like motherfucker you went because like when i went and uh we got there and i was i was like how disrespectful you motherfucker i was like why are you gonna even come if you're not gonna be here for every single fight <laughs> like just being a fucking bitch about being a cry like a cry like just complaining or whatever being a caring about it but uh oh yeah so the girl and the, the guy they're sitting there and they're like in the front seat. they're like next to dana and then but she's from the prelims, she's watching, and because you'd see her, and she's react like she's in, she's like, oh, like, because sometimes you'll see the people that sit in the front, and they'll just like, be there's just like, I don't know, I feel like they're there just to be like, yeah, I had fucking floor seats at the fight or whatever. But like this girl, she was, why, and the older gentleman too, but like you could see her, like she was like super animated, like was watching every like every move, like she was excited, she was like, oh, like into every single fucking thing. And then when uh, uh, Nganu slams. Um, gone the first time like she was like, like who is this girl i want to know who this is because one i want to thank her for fucking being one of the people that gets to sit next to the fucking cage and and she enjoyed it like you know what i mean like she didn't squander it like it's, it's ugh, you know what I mean? it's just so frustrating like but of course it's like it's like all things like people are always like oh well if i if i had a fucking car like that i would wash it at, you know i would do Take such good care of him, blah, 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 all that kind of shit. So that's what it is. But I do want to thank whoever she is, her and the dude sitting next to her, whoever her, I don't know if her handler or, or like, maybe she's like fucking like secret royalty or something. <laughs> but uh, cause I feel like it's got to be just like all billionaires that ever get to sit, right? Or celebrities. But anyway, so yeah, yeah. Thank you to whoever you are for fucking having like the greatest seat and fucking enjoying it the full from the very fucking beginning from the prelims all the way to the end she was there and she was excited and i feel also because it's like that's what i how i am because uh, i watched the fight start to finish and uh um i don't know maybe i, I was like oh i like to, uh, i appreciate it. i like to see people appreciating things that i appreciate 
Uh, but anyways, yeah, yeah, so that was that. But yeah, so Vittori, like you could see he was like, oh, fuck, man, I'll be able to put in some like gifs or gifs or whatever uh, of his reactions. Um, but it was fun. It was good to, to see him there. It, it definitely for sure would be cool to like, like for sure, I would like to see him on a fight companion. He would be so good, I feel like, in a fight, like on a, you know what I mean? Like whether you watch the fight and then he talks on it, whatever, whatever. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was that. Oh, that was for that fight. Uh, fuck. And then Invicta. Man, I thought I took notes the whole fucking thing. But I didn't. But so I'll just the notes that I have. Like, so in the. There's a fight. Katie Saul, Jones versus Saul. Katie Saul wins by armbar. The next fight, uh, I wrote Helena Peralta. I can't. And I don't remember what she did, but I just. I noticed, like, oh, something that someone to keep an eye on. Uh, this girl, Harley, uh, Haley All Hell Cowan. If she's the one I'm thinking of, like she beasted this other the girl. And then uh, Pomona Pascal, she did it first round finish. Oh, then, so on the 22nd, uh, Jose, no, not Jose, Jorge. Masvidal, he had uh, his uh, Icon FC, uh, which I guess that's his, like, oh, yeah, so now, so, you know, he has Bare Knuckle FC, which he's doing in conjunction with uh, Bare Knuckle, BKFC, Bare Knuckle Fighting, Bare Knuckle Fight Club, Fighting Champ, whatever it is, BKFC, so he's doing Bare Knuckle MMA, like, collaboration with them, and then now he also has Icon FC, which is uh, an MMA promotion that that now they're being carried on uh ufc fight pass and which fucking game brand good for you man that's a big it's a big pull to be able to do that so to have his fight promotion on there so now man all the things like because oh this other thing with invicta because invicta used to be on fight pass and then at some point last year they were off oh and this other thing too i noticed so you know how uh, Megan Anderson was uh, Invicta. Well, she was Invicta champ, and then that's how she part of, she got lined up to go to the UFC. And then they were like, like, oh, maybe this is the one that's gonna be Amanda Nunes. But she choked. Fucking Megan Anderson choked. I mean, can't blame her, but at the same time, it's like, I know. Uh, but you know, I wasn't there, you know, so. I wouldn't want to get punched by Amanda Nunes either. Uh, oh, yeah, but so she was commentating for Invicta, where she was doing, maybe she was doing like a reporting part. I feel like maybe she did some commentating. I feel like she was like on the commentating desk, is that what they call it? But then, fuck, what happened? There was another fight. Was it the Kayla Harrison one? Or something where they had someone out, like, because they had her, and then maybe they had Laura Sango come in but i remember something and it's like you but either way it's like me getting in she was in the front and then she got like moved to the back and then because i think there was like a couple times two or whatever and then she lost her fight with nunez and after that it's like she faded out like i don't know if i don't know there's a lot going on so like there's all at the same time too like invicta got 
off of UFC Fight Pass. I guess their contract ended or whatever, and so now they're just doing it through YouTube and maybe Axel or whatever, Axis or whatever it is. And then, uh, but yeah, yeah, Megan Anderson, I'm trying to figure out, so what? Like, I don't know if the UFC is like, after like her terrible performance, they're like, well, we put all this promotion and whatnot into you and they're like, fuck you. <laughs> like, gosh damn it. Like, bleh, but I don't know, who knows? But uh, yeah, interesting to see where she is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, uh, so Icon FC they had Pro Gonzalez as one of the commentators, and I've never, I don't know, I've never really watched any of her interviews or anything. Uh, so I wasn't sure how it would go. But I, she's good. She's good. I like her. Like she's, like, is that a thing to say? I feel like I don't know. Say like, oh, she's well spoken. But I feel like saying that is like rude in a way like we didn't expect her to be but uh but she's like and she and she breaks down the fights really well and she or she and she talks about what's happening in the fight because then whoever the other guy is the other commentator whatever like he'll say something she'll be like well actually like she corrected him on one thing too i can't remember exactly what it was but it was it's it's uh she was good she's fucking good uh and not like oh she's good for a woman like she's good like i'll I like, uh, like I said, I like, cause she was, cause one, like, obviously she can tell, she has been there, so she knows about, like, she can talk about all the little details of things, like weight cutting or jitters or just being in there. And then also, like, the technical details of, like, when they're wrestling up against a cage or if you, uh, they choose to do a different sweep or whatever, she talks about that. Um, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, so she's good. Pro Gonzalez. Also, I believe she, fuck, maybe I'll put up, does she have an OnlyFans or a, fan time i'm pretty sure she does let me check the discord <laughs> uh fuck let me pull it over and i meant to do this where i could just fucking display screen but for some reason it's not working uh 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 uh, uh, uh. let's see here uh under this violence's consent channel <laughs> oh no 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 that's not where it is Fuck. Where did I put it? Oh, here we go. <laughs> Under the absolutely quadem cheeky. So combat athlete only fans or fan sites. Man. That's gotta be. Hold on. Let me try this one more again. Cause there's a way. Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, there we go. Hmm. But it's not showing up. What the fuck? Huh. Gosh damn. Now I'm fucking it all up. I'm gonna have to figure it out. Might be. Alright. Oh, where's my cursor? Oh, check that. There we go. Alright, I'll just read off here. Fuck. Oh my gosh. 
That would be so. That's what I get for. Uh... Damn, I thought I did it before. Graphics. Let's see, what does this do? Nope. So for some reason, I'm trying to get to, so I can display screen, but uh, for some reason it's not capturing it. Anyways, fuck, that's frustrating. I'll have to figure it out. Uh, 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 uh. And then, yeah, I'll do another, uh, what do you call it? Uh, OnlyFans review thing. Actually, fuck it. Let's do this. I'll just do this the hard way. <laughs> I'll, as I'm scrolling through, I'll just put up pictures if I have it. So let's see. Uh, dang. Oh yeah. So let's see. Right now, Amanda Hebus has one for sure. Paige Van Zant has one for sure. Rachel Ostovich has one for sure. Felice Herrig. Uh, we got, yeah, Felice Eric, Emma Thugpanda Matia, Matia, I don't know, Emily Spitfire Whitmer, um, uh, Jade Eva Smile Mason, Mason, Mason Wong, Cindy Battlecat Dandois, who else? Oh, Patty Fontes, Patty Fontes, Hannah 24K Goldie, Ty Emery has one. Uh, Barb Honchak has one. Oh yeah, Rowdy Beck Rawlings, Jessica Penne, Valerie Lareda, uh, Kira Mogwai Batara, Katharina Lenner, Katharina Lenner, Lucera Laloba Acosta. Yeah, oh, Permelia Marie Kaser Gonzalez. That's her whole name, I guess. But let's see. Uh, IG. Yep, oh, yeah, she does. It's uh, pearlsparadise.com. So I'll just put the thing up. I'll put it up. But yeah, pearlsparadise.com is hers. So also, let's see. Megan Penning has one. Ariane Celeste has one. The ring, UFC ring girl. Brittany Palmer has one. UFC Ring Girl. Brooklyn Wren has one. UFC Ring Girl. Camille, uh, Camille Oliveira has one. Also UFC Ring Girl. Israel The Last Style. Bender Adesanya has one. Diego Sanchez has one. Where I heard before, uh, like, what's his crazy ass fucking manager or whatever was running it before. So, oh, actually, I think it's maybe it's down now. Uh,. Oh, Juliana Killer Miller has one. Cloud Jigadelia has one. Uh, I don't know who this is, but she does MMA and she has one. Uh, Aitana Nightmare Alvarez. I don't know who she fights for, but she has one. Ooh, Pollyanna Viana has one. Oh, I don't know this guy. Oh, 
Johan Johan Raming. He has one. Uh just got Andraj has one. And I <laughs> Yeah. I guess she paid off her house with that one, so man. Good for her. I'm trying to think. I mean I feel like I would have to. If I could make enough money from showing a picture of my vagine because she does have one in there i was surprised because <laughs> most like the mma ones they're all like pretty i guess some of them they do full that they are full nude but there's none of them i don't think that are like like spread eagle and andrage has some in there so i mean good for her fuck i mean i would come on i'd have to right <laughs> if i was like i'll be able to pay off my house who cares Uh, oh, Danum, California has one. Jessica Blackwood of Borgia has one. Uh, Caitlin Kilikane Dow. You know, sorry if I fucked up your name. Uh, Alan Guerrero Gomez. Who does he fight for? I don't know. Uh, Sandra Medojed Moskova. She's a boxer, it looks like. Kay Hansen has one. She just fought. Oh, man. Oh, this is her IG. Oh, she has one. So her IG. And then, but yeah, she has one. She's <laughs> super cute. Cassie Robb. I think. She, I find her attractive. <laughs> uh, Cassie Robb has one. Uh, who is this? Oh, that's her. Sugar Show. Oh, yeah. Sugar Show. Sean O'Malley. He has one. He switched. Uh, Mercedes 10th Planet Tucson has one. Chuck Liddell has one. Fallon Fox has one. Jessica Evil Eye has one. Uh, Alice Arda Ardalian. I don't know. Sorry, I fucking up your name. But she has one. Oh, Kevin Holland has one. Oh, that's the last one I added on there. So that's all the ones. But. Uh, pop up a thing. Uh, uh, uh. Get out of here. Bait it. All right. Uh, yeah. So why was I? Who? Oh, Pearl Gonzalez. But yeah, yeah. Great commentator. Go uh, give her some money on her fan site too. And it's a funny thing. Like, uh, one of the oh, because uh, in the. US 270 on the early prelims, Vanessa Demopoulos. Uh, I'm getting ahead of myself, but fuck it. So Vanessa Demopoulos, she fought on the car. Who she fought? But um, Oh, yeah. So Michael Bisping. So he commentated that fight. But then on his uh, podcast, the Believe You Me podcast, his MMA podcast. Uh, it's good. Good one. Check it out. I think they do two episodes a week. Uh, BYM, believe you me. Uh, so, but so, anyways, on his show, he was talking about uh, Vanessa Demopoulos, and he was like, "Well, they kind of." He's like, "We didn't want to say it or whatever," but you know, she brought it up at after interview, or whatever, or her post fight. Cause she used to be a exotic dancer or a stripper, and like I, it's. <laughs> so I, so I think it's funny that. So, like, he got all, like, he's like, oh, I didn't want to, like, we knew, but we didn't want to, like, say it or whatever. Because it's like, I don't know, because I feel like people just saying someone's a stripper 
it sounds like you're shaming them. So I feel like, and also to add on to that, like all so all these fighters with uh, like OnlyFans pages, right? So then the commentators they get all like, you know, like itchy, stiff corporate about like talking about it, like acting like it's like if they have an OnlyFans, they want people to go to it. That's the only way they're gonna make money, and especially if they're doing nudity on there. It's like you think they they if they're already like, hey, I'm doing nudity, come check it out, give me money. Then they're past whatever shame you think they're gonna have. Like they're like, this is they're doing this, and to make money, they need people to know about it and to come and see it and to pay for it, right? So it's like, you're, it's a it's this weird transition from like, and the thing is like a male, well maybe it's a cultural thing, male and females. We're trying to protect someone's reputation because for in history, we've been taught, like oh it's shameful to show your body, especially for a woman. It's it's oh it's it, if she's down to her last resort then she has to use her body to to sustain herself to make money like going into sex traffic or sex trade and porn or this or dancing or like we're always like it's all shameful like uh like it, she must have no other options she can only is only able to make money from her body or sexuality i feel like that's like that the whole energy in the story like everyone like we get just like bombarded with so then now it's like trying to think like we're oh and I feel like the commentator's like, oh, we're protecting her honor by not mentioning that she has uh, an OnlyFans site or whatever. Which also, having an OnlyFans site doesn't, now nowadays, <laughs> it doesn't necessarily mean that you do sex or nudity on there. Because they have like chefs and shit on there now. Because they're trying to make it, obviously like most of it is. <laughs> the majority of it, I think, is uh, nudity but uh, and sex. But they're also... Branching out, they want to have people on, like, like Sugar's on there. He's not fucking on his. He's just doing his podcast and all whatever other shit on there, too. But anyways, oh, so, like I said, one of the greatest things I saw done with that is when Pro Gonzalez, no, not Pro Gonzalez, Rachel Ostovich, sorry, confusing two women that I find attractive, <laughs> two attractive ladies, can I, can't I confuse them? Uh, but anyway, so yeah, Rachel Ostovich, she... Uh, when her and Paige Van Zandt fought on BKFC, in the center of the I talked about it before too. In the center of the ring, where it says like uh, "Bare Knuckle Fighting" and it has their logo, logo around the outside of it. On one, it says on one half of it was um, the U- URL to Paige Van Zandt's site, pagefanzant.com, and then the other one was the URL to uh, Pro or uh, I keep saying Pro Gonzalez to uh, Rachel Ostovich's uh fan site which is uh rachel247.com so go pay give them patronage <laughs> but they're so those were in the center of the ring so right just as big as you know advertising real estate as the promotion ad for bare knuckle or yeah bkfc rachel247.com and pagefanzant.com had just as much space so i can't ima- like man they had that I wish there was there was someone that could show us the numbers on, like the the increase the subscriber increase following that during and following that fight, because they oh, they had to get so many subscribers just fucking from that like oh what a genius, like I don't know if they thought of that and said hey in our deal like for this fight we want to have this or if BKFC came they're like hey, like we'll make it even sweeter, we'll put this on there for you too, uh but yeah that's genius so it's like. Yeah, going back to Michael Bisbee, when he's talking about, he's like, oh, I, you know, I don't want to talk, like, say that she's 
but she she brought it up so it's okay for me to say that you know she's been a, a stripper before kind of thing it's like yeah it's it's funny i mean it's you know funny to look at how times are changing but it's like uh so it's like yeah so like with the only thing, people are like oh i can't like it's like i'm out they act like i'm outing this woman for saying she has an only fans when it's like it's like saying oh i'm i'm outing uh uh this i'm outing fucking i don't know who i was trying to think of a name of a person but it doesn't matter and that's like for just outing someone for fucking going to their job you know <laughs> like it's or and especially when it's a job based on getting attention like if they don't get any attention they're not going to get any clicks they're not going to get any subscriptions they're not going to get any buys they're not going to get any money so they need that attention so anyways i just thought it was a interesting thing phenomena to look at but anyways so maybe i'll do another one later uh when i figure out how to get the fucking the screen capture to work properly but anyways calm down me uh so icon fc so yeah yeah even wrote my great commentator pro gonzalez uh Monsher, Kara, and Travis Floyd. Oh, I liked Floyd's his feints and his footwork, and he was switching stances. He landed his left hand off, you know, doing this, and he he was doing well. I thought I was like, oh yeah, this guy's gonna. And then, oh for Floyd, yeah yeah, Floyd was I liked his movement, but then he uh got taken down and rear naked choked. This dude, raw dog Nolan leg. <laughs> First Luis Hernandez. Oh, <laughs> they called it the Clash of the Stash, because they both had uh, like fucking epic uh, little mustachios on. And that's uh, one guy. Uh... Dang, I don't know what this note is supposed to say. Slippers, wrap. Fuck. But uh. Oh, yeah, but I think he did throw an illegal head kick, but they didn't say shit about it. Because it was like he threw a kick in it. It was actually was meant, might have been a knee. Like uh, when uh, Raw Dog, Nolan Leg, was, he was down. He's down. He's down on the ground against the fence, and he's starting to get up. And I, his knee was still on the ground. And uh, Hernandez threw a kick as he was getting up. And, and it hit him. I think it, like, bounced off his arm and then hit him in his head or something. But he, it was like... I was surprised he didn't throw, no one threw a fit about it. And the ref didn't say anything. Like, afterwards, everyone was just like, well, well, guess we'll let it go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, oh, yeah, and he reminded me, yeah, of Don Fry when he was coming out. And then I got Cosme and Shank. I didn't finish him. Uh, I'll be honest. I didn't get, I didn't get through all of, I started watching it and then, because uh, I, I saw it was on there, because I remember it was, I knew the, it was happening, and then I fucking completely forgot. And then I saw it, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" So I started watching it, and then I was like, "Oh shit!" I forgot. There's, because uh, it was when it was before, uh, something else I was gonna watch. So I started watching it, but then I clicked off and watched the, um, a different fight. But I'll, I'll go back and finish because I gotta finish that, and I still gotta finish the Invicta uh, card too. Um, so then, yeah, UFC 270, Kay Hansen, we just talked, she has a, uh, OnlyFans, go check her, Ooh, she bad. Oh, let me, where's the little thing so I can say what her, her address is supposed to be, let's see, where am I at, 
Kay Hansen. Man. Here we go. Um, her, oh, it's just uh, OnlyFans.com slash Kay Hansen MMA. And that is her. Um, but anyway, so she fought uh, with Jasmine Jasvidius. Jasvidius? I can't say Shout out most Jasvidius. She's, I think she's French-Canadian or... But anyway, Jazz, I thought I was, I was going for Kay Hansen. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so... And then Jasmine Jasvidius. Man, she worked there. She worked... Kay Hansen's good. She, Jazz, uh, I think she's like the manager of one of the 10th planets where she's at. I think in Arizona somewhere. Um, her UFC debut, she fought um, Jin Frey. I believe Jin Frey is a former Invicta champion. Um, but then Kay Hansen just jujitsu her into the ground. And looked really good. But uh, Jazz Davidius beat her. She's like, Jazz Davidius, she looks, looks like, looking good. Um, but yeah, at the beginning too. So they have that, that 4K camera. And they brought it in. And they were doing a shot of Jasmine with the 4K camera. But she was completely out of focus. And you could see her her corner was on hanging over the top of the cage. They were so everyone behind her was in focus. So they got this like however many thousands of dollars shot that they're taking complete up for like the, the highest quality uh display out of focus. <laughs> um and it was I thought it was funny because they like when the when the 4K camera first came out like they made a big deal about like cuz I guess in, like NFL and whatnot they use it and like oh wow now we got this doing the same like we're legit like NFL making a big deal about it. Uh, and it reminds me too. So, if you watch PFL, the uh, professional fight or yeah, professional fighter league, so they're, they're the uh, MMA promo- MMA promotion that they do their fights instead of doing you know like fight card you know like base you know how like boxing fight like a like have a main card pre have that set up they do more or they they have like a set they have a season schedule so they have. Their set of fighters at the beginning that they know, and then they schedule schedule them out. So it's like a tournament season. So you get like a whole season. So you know how many fights you're gonna get, and uh, at the beginning you you know who you're gonna fight, et cetera, et cetera. So it's like a real kind of like a more formal format and more like a sports league, I guess, kind of thing. Um, oh, so the point of me is saying that. Fuck. Is it PFL or Bellator? Shit. I think it's PFL, but it might be Bellator. Fuck. I'll have to go back and look. I th- I'm pretty sure it's PFL, though. Because I've watched more PFL than I have Bellator, I feel like. And I think... But anyways. So PFL... So anyways, the, the ghost... So they call it... It's like the ghost cam. which Whichever one it is. PFL or Bellator. So they have this thing they call... They're like, this is... And they make a bit... And I want to make a deal, a big deal about it except that they make a big deal about it. They're like, oh, wow, look. And they'll even put a little thing on the screen. It's like, oh, now with our, our ghost cam technology, we are able to show you the fight like at eye level, and it removes the the cage from the thing, <laughs> the cage from the view. Because, you know, like, if you're standing outside of the eye level at the cage, you're looking, obviously, there's a chain link fence right there. So when you're looking, you see the chain link fence, and you can see the fight. And they're like, our ghost cam technology removes that from the thing. 
but it's just like they're just moving the camera close enough and changing the focus where th it def it pulls the chain link out of focus and you just see the fighters. <laughs> and I'm like, you can do that with any camera. <laughs> But they keep just like billing it, like trying to sell out, like they're doing us, the viewer, this huge favor, like using this incredible technology to do us a favor to be able to see the fight through the chain link. And, and sometimes even you can still like, you can slightly see the, the, it's like, it doesn't pull the chain link all the way out of view. It's, it softens it to a point, but it's, you can still see it. So it's like. Uh, who is saying this with a straight face and that we're even going to make a graphic and be like we're using our proprietary ghost cam technology you'll never in no other fight promotion will you be able to get this view except for <laughs> with our special technology I'm like are you kidding like who the f Ugh, okay but anyways that's, that's one of my pet peeves with I, I i'm pretty sure it's pfl but but and because they, they keep and they specifically say, oh, here we are. You're welcome, the viewer. You're getting a special view of the fight because of our our ghost cam technology. I'm like get the fuck out of here. But anyways, uh, so yeah, that made me think that seeing jazz like they're it's like they're making this big deal about this camera that they have, but it's like they don't even get the fighter in focus. <laughs> Ugh. Um. Oh, yeah, so I guess she was a silver medalist in Canadian freestyle, which I didn't know. And her wrestling is... Well, actually, her wrestling... Because Kay Hansen is super strong, too, but Jez, her, Jez, her wrestling was good to, to, to you know push and dictate the positions that they were gonna, the fight was going to be in. But she's also beating her on the feet, too. Like, hitting her. Just her hands were getting her. Ooh, yeah, giving her some elbows from when she got her down on the ground. Kay was working on guard. And I was like, oh, she, I was like, she's oh, so close. I'm always, because I, I like, uh, yeah, I was like, you never know. Um, Yeah, Kay was chasing subs, but she's chasing those subs. But then when Jas Jasmine got on top of her, she starts throwing those elbows. And it's like, they're saying that the, I can't remember who said it. So sorry, my bad. I can't give proper credit. But they say like, um. They're like even a black belt. So a black belt in jujitsu, they become like if you punch them in the face, they become a brown belt, and then you hit them, and then they, so it's basically like once you start hitting them, like their belt is like all right. So this like like think about Professor Ryan Hall, this fucking incredible fucking jujitsu dude. If you don't know him, check him out, Ryan Hall. Uh, he's a specialist, a wizard. He's a fucking wizard. Oh, no, check his um. His interview with Lex Frid Friedman on the Lex Friedman podcast, like chef's kiss. It's beautiful. Um, but just the way he approaches life and he thinks about everything. But anyway, so he's in there in the cage and then yeah, Ilya Tapuria just fucking hammer fisted him into oblivion. Because he was had him, he was on his leg, he's chasing that because he's I I don't know. He's like the the guy that People attribute the term, like when you get into a 50-50 position and a 50-50 leg position, when you're both on the ground and you both have each other's legs, basically you can both do the same thing to each other's legs. You're in that like entangled position. I think it's referred to as a 50-50. And people attribute that to him. Like they're like, he is the guy that, not invented it, but like like that's the guy that people like think of when they think about like developing that, I think. But anyway, so someone like one of the greatest jiu-jitsu players in the world like start hitting him in the face and it changes like 
I can't do, you know what I mean? Because you can't, <laughs> it's hard to do, so it's hard to uh, to keep pulling on someone's foot when they're fucking smashing you in their head. Uh, if they can reach you. But, so anyways. Yeah, Jasmine, cause so, so with her wrestling, she was able to, to like, dictate the pos- the positions and the, the location of the fight. And then when they were on the ground, whenever Kay Hansen started to do, do the jiu-jitsu game, Jasavidius would just hit her. And then so then that, then that was her anti-jujitsu. And then when she stopped that, then she starts hitting him. Uh, oh, at one point, but Herzog stands him up. Kay gets back inside, goes for a double. Jazz stuffs it. Then she takes her back down. Um, but yeah. Fuck, I don't know what these notes mean. 5,000 rock off K's team. Numbers are gonna win. Oh, that's what they were called because they were calling out. So when they call out their, um, you know, because they have like little coded terms for the fighters, so they can call them, call out, call it out, so the you know the other team doesn't makes it harder for the other team to know what they're doing. So one of them was five thousand, five thousand roll off was one of their like that five thousand roll off, five thousand roll off. So I was trying to think of what that, and then. uh and then another person, they're like, numbers are going to win this fight. They're saying that to Jazz Davidius or whatever. And one of the commentators are like, what? They're like, I don't, I think they're telling her to, to like point fight her basically and just touch her, just keep touching her and like the numbers will add up. But I was thinking, I, I was like, maybe, maybe by saying numbers are going to, I, I, I'm ready to be, people tell me I'm stupid. But in my head, I was like, or maybe they're saying like one, one, two. Like just keep it simple, like simple, not like you know, jab cross. Cause she was beating her uh, with her hands on the feet. So I don't know if maybe that's what they're saying is like they're telling her not to wrestle and they're telling her to stay on the feet, throw the throw combos. That, that's what uh, for numbers. That's what I think. It's like maybe they're saying stay on the feet, throw combos, and you're and that's how you're gonna win. And like, but who knows? I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, it ended up 30, 27, 29, 28, 29, 28. Um, oh, yeah. And then Vanessa Demopoulos, uh, who I talked about earlier, she fought uh, Sofana Gomez. So, oh, yeah, Frank Trib or Frank Trigg is the ref. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I wonder what Matt Sarah thinks about that. <laughs> or I think maybe they became buddies now or maybe they buried the hatchet. I don't remember. But... Um, I see Frank Trigg ref one of the uh, one of the Long Island fighters uh, fights because I think Matt Sarah's cornering again. I think he's back because I think he cornered Marab. But anyways, uh, so oh yeah, so Danopolis she so she gets dropped straight off. Silvana Gomez she's fighting Silvana Gomez Juarez and she gets dropped straight off the bat. Starts getting ground and pounded, pounded. Um, and then she throws up an arm bar because I believe she's 10th planet jujitsu too. And so the, the thing with her or the thing with her, I mean, so her, the first time that I saw her was her when she won the LFA belt fighting Sam Hughes. And in that fight, it was a five round ass kicking. She was getting just like because if you see her at the end of the fight to her face she, she was just getting fucking 
popped the whole time. Didn't touch. And then I think in like the last 10 seconds, so she's she's getting hit, beat, 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 beat up. Then at the fifth round, she goes down and she's on her back. Sam Hughes is on top of her and like jumps into her guard and is hitting her. And she just throws up this crate. Like you see her on her, uh, Demopolis is on her back, like all the way on her back. And she's leaning up and you see, maybe I can get a little gif or gif of it. And it, you see her just like this movement's like, it's just like, it was crazy. It's just, just like, out of no, because she's just on her back and you're like, she's just getting uh, stacked, just folded over. And then you see her go, it's like this quick move, like, like that. And you see her straighten out. And then you see Hughes is just like in there. And then I think they fall to the side. And then the commenter's like, I think she's out. I think she's out. And then like Sam Hughes was out. She got her with a fucking just crazy inverted triangle. Oh, I wonder if I have notes on that. Oh, this is in fic. Because I remember I did watch. I wonder if I wrote notes on that fight. And if I did. Oh, this is from. I'm going to go back and see if I wrote notes on that fight. But um, either way, so when I saw her in that fight, I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, man, that's crazy. Because then when I saw her, she was in Contender Series. I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. Because I was like, she's going to. But actually, also, all her fights, is this her second or third fight in the UFC? But it's, but they go that way. It's like she go, she's always goes to her back, and then she, like, plays the jujitsu game because she's fucking crazy bending she's doing all this weird like you know what i mean like so she can get it but it's also this, this thing like to say about you know, just avoid getting hit at the same time but um but yeah i was glad to see her pull that off fuck i thought i was gonna say something else about it but uh, yeah 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 uh, 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 uh. So Jazz wins. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, did not. Oh, fuck, my brain is gone. Oh, yeah, and then she does, she jumps in her post-fight number. She's like, oh, and this, too, like, everyone was like, oh, my God, it's Joe Rogan. I can't believe him. <laughs> for, like, every time everyone came up to the interview, or he came up for the interview, um, and then she jumped into his arms. It's like, good for you. Well, like, see, this, and that's the thing, too, where, like, for, that's the thing about, like, the UFC, like, people, it's like, I think a big part of it, too, is just the eyeballs. And then the more you are able to, cultivate those eyeballs the more the promotion because obviously the promotion they're promoting the fight and if you make it easier for them to promote it by doing things like that with jumping in joe rogan's arms after doing crazy getting that crazy arm bar and whatever is like because now ufc have all these clips of her so yeah it's i like to see fighters when they do that like that's what that that post-fight interview is for you got to sell yourself you got to you know what i mean you got to sell yourself for the one for your next fight, and then also for your brand. You gotta con continue your brand. 
Uh, because if you're not relevant, then if you're not in people's minds and on tongues, if you're not of interest, then you're going to be over, more likely to be overlooked. Because, like, look at uh, – like think about Conor McGregor fucking snapped his leg off. He could probably come back it, – it, it would not be crazy to set to – if he were to come back and walk straight into a fucking title fight, it sounds crazy to say, but it's poss- it could happen because of who he is and, the, and what he's done, like bringing attention to the sport and everything. And also, you know, his that whole champ champ run was fucking incredible. But also just the, his whole branding and personality. And it's 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 so influ- he has so much energy behind that that he's able to fucking dictate things that nobody else has ever gotten to do or that or may ever get to do again. But yeah, yeah, so well done, good for her on that. Uh, oh, the Gravely Oliveira fight. Yeah, I thought I, didn't, I thought I thought Gravely had that one. Uh, Jack Maddalena. Oh, put on a clinic. Victor Henry and Barcelos. Victor Henry Incrediable. Great post-fight interview. Oh, that's another guy. So his post-fight interview. Uh, uh, another one. So I, I think he took the... F- Did I write that down? Yeah, he took this fight on a two weeks notice too. So so came in there on two weeks notice, looked incredible, and killed the fucking post-fight interview too. Like this guy, he's going to be... If not a star, he's gonna be. We're we're gonna know about this guy because he keeps fighting like he does and uh, carrying on like promoting himself. This we're gonna keep hearing about this guy. So remember that name, Victor Henry. He's a guy I'm, we're gonna be hearing about. All right, then Michael Morales and uh, oh, this is one not not Gravely, but this is the one I thought. So uh, Michael Morales and uh, Trevin Giles. I thought Charles had this one. Charles is a monster. And he was beating Morales' ass until he wasn't. Like, Morales caught him with that left hook, and then he was able to take over. But, um, yeah, what a what a great comeback. Um, oh, Saeed Nurmagomedov. They say no relation to Khabib, but. I mean, he's from Dagestan, <laughs> but I guess he's not affiliated with Habib. Uh, oh, and he's a, also, I think he's like one of the first fighters that I saw. Because ref- like when they, um, you know, at the right before they come in the cage, when they're uh, greasing him up and doing checking him, doing the pre-fight checks, they, because, uh, you know, they always usually, they, they step up in front of the, the fucking cut man or whatever, the ref, and then they like have them give hugs to all their team as, like they're going to battle and might not come back or something. So this is the first dude I saw. Like they, the guy he pointed at his team or the ref pointed at his team and like Panama, like mime doing a a hug. And Saidi like turns around and looks at him and he's just like, and they're all like, and he turns back. He's like, Nah, we're good. <laughs> he's like, We don't need a hug. We're good. <laughs> so I was like, Oh, because I've seen fi- some fighters too where the people are like, they're like, Oh, you want to. Like, hey, your team, give them a hug. And they, they're like, ah, I'm good. And they're like, no, nah, come on. And they point at him again. And they're like, turn around. They're like, oh, okay. They're like, oh, here, hugs, 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 hugs. So he's the first guy that I think that I've seen, um, at least that I can remember, that uh, 
like refused. It was just like, no, nah, I'm not. We don't need to do that. <laughs> so good. On, I like that. Um, but he was, yeah, he was fucking killing him on the feet. And then he ends up, gets him with the guillotine, I think. Uh, Michelle Pajeda and Andre Fialo. Man, I think Fialo came into this on a short fight notice because he was, spo- I can't remember Pajeda was supposed to fight. But, uh, man, yeah, Fialo's tough. He's going to do well. Um, but Pajeda won the decision. Yeah. Yeah, he took, man, you know, it sucks because, like, when he first came into the U.S., it, so you want to see him, you know, increase, um, you know, competition. But it's also really nice, like, when he first came in the U.S.C. and he was just doing all that crazy wild, he was just doing, like, break backflips on the way to the cage, like, like doing, uh, what are the windmill, like, breakdancing, back, like, running up the cage and doing back, just doing all kinds of crazy shit before the fight. And then when the fight starts, he's doing all that, like, Matrix, like, Trinity running across the Matrix and, like, or against the wall, like, doing all kinds of crazy shit. Like, it was fun. Like, his first two fights, he did that and he and he was able to win. But then he got a fight and he, like, the, the guy didn't go down and he gassed out. And then I think he lost the decision. Um, so like since then he's really I think like two fights in a row he lost because he gassed out or whatever or one of them he might have gassed out in one so he he didn't change his plan but either way so now he's like super reserved like he he in a couple one or two of the rounds he saw, he opened up a little and did some spinny shit um, but I mean it's good it's good he he you know mixes it a little bit in there so everyone's like oh. But then also still able to maintain the win, um, and then also he's do you not know, he got a fucking ch- oh yeah because the fight with Chaos Williams, it was real. I think actually I think he won that one by decision. But he was because uh, I'm sure I bet on oh yeah because I bet on Chaos Williams to knock him out. But and Chaos caught him at least twice clean, bull fucking clean right in the chin and he didn't. He, I don't think he even went down. So I was like we know Michelle has got a fucking block head chin on him. Like two clean shots from Chaos Williams, oh, oh, like uh, I can't even imagine. like taking hits from that dude in a pad. I, oh, but either way, so you know, so Pat, he's he's uh, he's evolving. He's evolving. I think it's the word of the week. Evolve evolution. Uh, and then Figgy and Moreno. I guess they're gonna be the first uh, tetralogy. Uh, 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 which I'm not mad at. It's it's really yeah really interesting. And then Francis and uh, Cyril. Oh yeah, so then I saw Mick Maynard put the belt on uh, Francis. Dana White didn't come in and put even put the belt on him. So, and because with the champion clause, so I think that was his last fight in his contract, but he won. So I think it automatically extends you one fight if you have the, with the championship clause or whatever. So I think he has, he's sitting there, he has one fight left. And he's trying to renegotiate because he, he wants to do boxing and it wants that included in his deal, which the UFC is not going for. So now he's in an interesting position because... Because I guess if he had lost, then he would have been a free agent. 
but he would have been wouldn't have had the belt. So he's free agent, but without that, you know, that leverage of being like, oh, we're getting the UFC champion, heavyweight champion of the world. So it's gonna be interesting how it plays out. Uh, I'm gonna try something. All right, surprise called King. Let's see if I can do it to O. Let's see if we can get him. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Yo, yo. Hey, you busy? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, nah, I'm recording. So I called you. I was gonna talk to you about the fights. Yeah, I was gonna ambush you into talking about the fights. <laughs> Do what? Yeah, what's up? Oh, uh, here. Let, let me call. You. I'm gonna call you from a different number. I'm gonna call you right back. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Yeah. Hey, can you hear me? Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? You can hear me? Sorry. Yeah. Ah, oh, cool. Sweet. <laughs> hey, did you, so, hey, oh guys. yeah, yeah. You did watch the fights because I forgot you sent me your your long leg parlay. How many legs were on there? Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? 
can hear me? Yeah. Sweet. Oh yeah. Well, I was saying. Uh, <laughs> I was asking. I was like, you watched the fights, right? But then I remembered you sent me the your your long leg parlay that you made. Like, how many legs was on it? It was like a seven leg parlay, I think. <laughs> it was like two, a two thousand. I can't remember. It was like twelve hundred or two thousand, like percent, like a plus two thousand or something. Yeah, it was pretty ridiculous. But I mean, I mean, I, I was looking at my picks and I was, dude, it wasn't that ridiculous. You no, know? not at all. I mean, no, not at all. Like most of the picks on there, I would have gone for, and even the ones that I wouldn't, it was just personal. Like because I was going for Moreno, but uh, of course, well, I, mean, I lost the Giles and Barcelos fight. Yeah, those. So those, those were, they were amazing. Like, remember, yeah, I enjoyed watching them, but it was just like what? Yeah, because like Giles and uh, or Giles and um, Barcelos, you know, they're both beasts. They fuck people up. So I did, and yeah, and, I mean, and Giles was fight. Giles was winning until it got that little left hook. Morales yeah. got him because he was beating I mean, Morales' still, ass. Still, I mean, like I was watching the clip they were doing on Ngannou with that the Stipe fight of how like when Ngannou just when people just like straight up swing with just their arms, you know? Yeah. Versus when they when they show a clip when they finally put that hip in, when they finally rotate that hip into and get that torque, it's like yeah. dude, that power is it's just so different. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think about his jujitsu? Who's jujitsu? <laughs> Francis Ngannou. And God was bro, dude. He was wrestling and doing jujitsu. Yeah, <laughs> like all right. I mean, he did what he had to do. Yeah. So this is the first. <laughs> this is also the first time too, because like it's usually, like I hate like when you wrestle, when you see like motherfucker, he's just laying on him. Like this, this is the first time where I was like, do it, lay there, Francis, just like hold him down, take him down, hold that motherfucker down. I think I busted. I was like, man, I want Francis to win. Screw it. Yeah, oh man, and then but the only thing I was like, I just wish he threw a, like a couple elbows, cause uh, yeah, his ground upon game that obviously needs work. Yeah, but, but I mean, also was, it's like I was thoroughly impressed that he had one. Yeah, that he even he landed kind like three takedowns, at least two, but I think it was he he ends up taking him down at least three times, and when he took and it was like high amplitude, like that first one he slammed. Uh, so real, when he caught his leg, you know, he caught him uh, with his left arm and he picked, just picked him up in the air and slammed him on the ground. Damn. Yeah. Oh, man. I was so, man, I was hyped up when he did. Because, like, yeah, like round three, like I was rooting for him in the beginning. And then when it got to round three, I was like, fuck, he's going to lose this fight. He, he looks like he's broken and like he gave up. Because there's even one of the times when he was on his back, when Surreal took him down and he was on his back. And he looked like he just uh-huh. laid down. Like, he was just like, fuck, all right, well, now I'm here. But then you could hear his corner yelling at him, and he just, like, rolled over. And he I can't remember if that was the time when he he got that sweep when uh, Cyril tried to go for the leg or the heel hook. But, yeah, it was like, I, I got so excited exactly, when yeah. he started rest. Say what? No, I can't remember exactly either, but I just I, – when I did see Francis <laughs> – throwing the dude down like you know taking him down i was just like yo <laughs> <Yeah>. what <laughs> so you're a wrestler now like oh man because i can't remember okay. which one they're like he's doing jujitsu <laughs> man oh. that was that was exciting though for real yeah but what you think of the moreno fight i know you were rooting for moreno the whole time yeah i mean i was rooting for moreno but uh you know yeah <clears throat> i like them both because uh when it started I liked Figgy. Like I, and I came into it, like at the beginning when they first started fighting. I was going for Figgy, 
And then there was something about the last fight. I don't know. I, I felt like he gave up. Like he just he wasn't in it. I was like, maybe he doesn't want to do this. He wants to move up, or maybe he's not in it anymore. And like Moreno's such a like nice dude, you know, there's Legos and shit. Like I was like, all right, I I like him as champion now. I like him, but fuck, like that. I mean, yeah. At, at first, I thought I was like, oh man, this is a robbery. But then, like thinking back, thinking he he knocked Moreno down. I he got like a knockdown in almost like almost every round. Oh yeah, he was he was he was he was putting damage. Yeah, he was doing he, the he, most damn. Like Moreno was. You know what? Was what's up? It was Moreno's fight to lose, in my personal opinion, because I think Moreno has what it takes to stop Figgy. But okay, this is my reason that I, I chose Figgy. I, I follow him. I've been following Moreno on social media, and bro, that dude's been living it up. And Figgy, <laughs> you don't really see him as much because that dude's been busting his butt. And when he made weight this time, he made weight. Oh yeah, he did it properly. One pound right, under, right? You know what I'm saying? And yep. so I thought that he was more dangerous than Moreno was. He was he's hungrier. Yeah. And Moreno was too cocky. Yeah. His his preparations were honestly probably lacking, in my personal opinion. Uh. Hmm. Well, I mean, I've, I I don't know if I feel like he took him less seriously this time, but I did feel I felt like he was a little I don't know. It was weird because I felt like he was a little. So he wasn't uh, Moreno wasn't going forward the same way he did in the first two fights. Like in the first two fights, like, they were just going cry. like gas pedal to the metal fucking going for it. And this one, he was more reserved. And I mean, he did look. I don't know I felt like he looked confident, but he didn't look like his first round. The first round, I thought he was great, but then after that, it kind of went back and forth. And then, uh, oh, I also think because with uh, Figueredo, like I, if it, I feel like if it hadn't been for him getting with Henry Cejudo, he he wouldn't he wouldn't have gotten this. You know what I mean? I don't think he would have made right. he wouldn't have made weight in the same way. He wouldn't have carried himself in like the interviews and stuff all the same way. Like, I feel like now he's right. really got a like he's got a serious team, like working with him now. I think like Suhudo yeah. was like that missing piece because like the other guy like <laughs> his manager like Walid is a great promoter and then uh, that fucking I can't I can't remember the, I think they call him Captain Eric the dude with the fucking weird the white glasses or whatever. Like he's <laughs> yeah. he's also like a great promoter and like he's great at like getting into shit you know. And I think like having Cejudo there now too is like just like the fucking last piece for, to lock him into because you obviously like Cejudo knows how to make weight and all that shit. He knows how to be a champ. So, I mean, I think yeah, with that team, it's gonna be interesting. Oh, I don't but, know. Okay, okay. If 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 Moreno and Figgy fought five times from right now, who do you think would win more? Well, I mean, they said they want to do best of sevens. <laughs> But it, uh, that's a good question. Because bef before, I would have said, because before I was like, deuce together, he's never going to lose. And then in the last one, I was like, I feel like his spirit was broken or he doesn't want to cut to 25 anymore and he just wants to go up. But now, right. so if 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 it, he's, if he's he stays this same hungry, <sighs> yeah. I mean, I just feel like it's going to be him unless... I think it, yeah, he can only beat himself. I feel like, in a not all right. That that doesn't sound good, but yeah, I don't know. I couldn't give you. I couldn't confidently say. 
So what did you did you place bets that night? What did you place? No, I didn't. I didn't make any bets. What? Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. I remember. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. I mean, I, I figured because I, I had a I had a female I had a friend who's his girl. She doesn't know anything about UFC, but she just loves watching it. Hmm. She had a she had a ten leg the last UFC thing, and she won like over a thousand dollars off like a five dollar bet or something like that. <laughs> and I was just like, dude, what the crap? Damn. And so I've been trying it ever since, and then it's like at least seven every time, and it's just yeah. Maybe that's what I'll do from now. Like I'll try to do like, like, like a five dollar crazy ass parlay that cashes out to, because there's some of them like I've seen uh, this one like they made a uh, on their parlay it's like a five dollar bet and they win like tens of thousands of dollars. So, but but it's not like right. crazy stuff. So, but man, can you? I won't imagine the feeling of hitting one of those. Oh, I, I mean, you, did you see when they uh? I know you're talking about UFC, but those are the football game, the last football game on Sunday with the Bills and the Chiefs. I, yeah, I heard about. It. I heard it was like the craziest game that has ever happened. Yeah, somebody bet. Okay, with 13 seconds left, the the Bills had a three point lead against the Chiefs. And with 13 seconds left, somebody bet the Chiefs would win the game. With 13 seconds left, and the Chiefs came back and wanted to do from 150 dollars went to like 150 thousand dollars or something like that. It was ridiculous. <laughs> Oh wow, man, that's that's so crazy. Ugh. Oh, one can only dream. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I think maybe I'll. I'll yeah, I'll do that. But um, oh, this was uh, going back to Francis and Gone. So, so I know we, we both got like really excited about seeing Francis wrestle and and do the jits. But what do you, do you what do you think about uh? Johnny Bones Jones, if he can, if he ever fucking gets his shit together and gets in the cage, if we see him fight, that? say that again. John Jones. What do I think about him getting in the cage at no, the no, heavyweight no. division with these guys? Yeah, yeah. What do you think? How do you think he would do against? Have you seen him? The dude's huge. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I was watching. I love watching old UFC clips of like back in the day, you know. And I, yeah. and I was watching John Jones's like uh, UFC debut, and then John Jones's first title defense, and then just looking at him back then to now, he's literally, I would say, more than doubled in size, bro. I mean, I don't know about doubled, but he's like he's supposed to be like. Around two, I would say close to that double. Doubled. He was a light heavyweight, so you think he's four hundred and ten pounds? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, like, just, <laughs> I look at him in size, bro. like double in size. Okay, double in size. Yeah, I get. I no, I get what you're saying, but yeah, because he, but I mean, that was his goal too, was just to get up. Because I think they're saying he's like a solid two forty, two fifty right now. But I think he would give. I think he would give uh, Gane issues. I think he'll. He give, would give. He I would th- give Francis issues as well too. I think he'll give him all. Because before I was, I was like, nah, I don't think so. But just think about how good he is at wrestling. No one's gonna be. He's able to a very him. athletic guy, bro. No, no like one, he's honestly, I would say one of the most athletic people in the in the UFC. In my personal opinion. John Jones. Yeah, I think for that sure. dude's athletic as fuck. For sure. Oh, for sure, a hundred percent. And that was part of the thing, I mean, like it, at lightweight, because he's, you know, also able to move so well. But I, I don't know. After seeing, because seeing Gone, everyone's like, oh, he's the most like athletic heavyweight, like his footwork, and he moves like a middleweight. But I, I. I guess I haven't seen how John Jones moves as a heavyweight, but I feel like just his wrestling, like no one's gonna be able to. Well, 
No, maybe uh, like Jarzino or something, like a wrestler, or uh, Curtis Blades. But not, uh, Cyril Gaon is not going to stop a takedown from John Jones. And I don't, the only way, I think Francis may, but he'll, he would have to power through. But I think uh, John Jones just has the skill that, I don't think they're going to be able to stop him from taking them down. And I but don't, to be honest with you, okay, let me ask you this. Do you think that John Jones would honestly want to take those guys down? Yes. Oh, yeah, so he, 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 he would want to beat him on the floor where it's easy for him. But honestly, I don't think he would even need to do that because he's faster than them. I mean, well, I, he's that's a so thing too. much faster than them, bro. If he's as fast, but that's the thing. If he's as fast as he was at 205, yes. But I don't, we haven't oh, seen, we, we, we haven't seen him, seen him perf- yeah, we haven't seen him perform yeah. with an extra 50 pounds of weight on his body. True, true, true. So I mean, if, yeah, if he's moving as fast as he did at two hundred five, but he weighs two fifty, then like no one's ever going to beat him, for sure. I mean, like, obviously, straight power. He's not going to be able to match uh, anybody with just raw power. Yeah. No, I mean, it, I mean, it, I mean, even, I mean, even Ngane, at two hundred five, I would say at least. Yeah. Because I mean, like even at two hundred five, Jones was he he wasn't known for like. One, you know what I mean? Like one-punch oh, knockouts yeah. or anything like that. Like he, he would point beat people by points or he would out-skill them. You know, he would neutralize whatever. Like when he fought Thiago easy, Santos, like it would he just... He just made it easy, though. Yeah. He's a victim of his own success, he just, for sure. He, 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 like, literally made his fights look easy damn near. Yeah. Besides Reyes, but that was after he, he was coming back and then he was also getting bored with the division. So... <laughs> so, like, that's... Yeah, that's how good he was. Like he just got so bored that he's like, "Fuck this belt, I'm gonna just go up." I guess. I honestly think if the dude never got in trouble and never like did stupid things, he would literally have gone. He's gone and will go down as one of the greatest, if not the greatest, UFC fighter in history. Oh yeah, I mean he still might if he can get back in the cage. But yeah, all the shit with outside of the cage is like. I mean, how old is he now? Thirty six, thirty five? No, 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 no. There's no way. Cause he was he like be his he was like 22 when he when he uh, his won his first title. It's been a while, bro. <laughs> you're you're an old guy now, bro. Well, he's but he's not my age. He's younger than me. Yeah, I think he's my age. I'm, I think he's like 33 or 34, dude. Uh, I can say maybe he's like 33 or 34. I guess yeah. He's okay. older than me, actually. I think. I think he's like 34. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. He's moving up to heavyweight, and so they, they tend to go longer, too. But, fuck. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you foresee John, what do you, do you foresee John Jones coming back and uh, winning the chip? So, for me, where I'm at with John Jones is I don't want to, I don't think about him besides in the cage. Because it's like, all the other shit is just too much. I was like, just let me know when he's scheduled to fight again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, you don't think he deserves to be back in the cage? No, no, no. I I separate John Jones the fighter and John Jones the personality cuz all the shit is all that outside of the cage like it's just I don't need it. Well, but if he's in the cage, I'll, I'll watch for sure. I mean, I would like to see him perform. Because it's like, because uh, he is like one of the greatest athletes ever. So it's, so no, yeah. Hands down. I want to see I mean, him perform. His brother. his brother is doing crazy work in the NFL. Yeah, aren't both? Doesn't he have two brothers in the NFL? 
Yeah, yeah. He, well, the, the one of them is the Cardinals. He's, uh, I think, a defensive oh, end. Oh, okay. Well, they're both, yeah, pro athletes too, though. But. Yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. I guess we'll see. Hey, what's the, uh, the, when's the next, is it the next UFC? Is it Derek Lewis fight? All right. Is that, uh, oh, the next fight night? I think so. Oh, damn. Where did I write it? You have to look. I think, yeah, um, Lewis and Taffa? Yeah, but I mean, go back to John Jones, Taffa. though. Tied to Ivasa, right? I think, I think he'll come back and he'll, he'll, he'll own, if he, if he stays out of trouble, he's going to come back and, own the shit. Yeah. Well, that's where I'm at. I think whenever he's in the cage, yeah, but that's the matter. Can he get there? Can he get there? The motherfucker, I mean, come on. Like, he was in Las Vegas for a matter of hours for that, for the, uh, for the Hall of Fame ceremony to get inducted into the Hall of Fame and the mother, he gets, beats up his wife. All All right, we don't know what happened, but he gets arrested. For something related to domestic violence, or, you know what I mean. Like, if you can't, you can't even keep yourself out of jail when you go to get your fuck inducted into the Hall of Fame. It's like, uh, come on, man. It's like, that's what I'm saying. It's like I don't care about anything. It's like, just tell me when he's scheduled to fight, because all of the rest of it's just, bleh. yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. But also, I think maybe that's part of like, because uh, I'm sure part of his personality has also got to be part of what makes him such a great athlete. Because I'm sure he's, you know what I mean? Because if he was just like, yeah, I'm sure that all the it, it, are crazy, right? They would say like all the greats are just like some kind of some kind of crazy. Yeah, because I think you kind of have to be too to, like, think about how much time and whatnot that he's had to dedicate that he's dedicated to just being the greatest and. I mean, if everyone could do it, everyone would do it. You know what I mean? So I think, yeah, there's something right, to you about. Exactly. So I'm not trying to excuse the shit that he does outside of the cage, but. So I don't know if we could ever have a John Jones without, you know, the or I don't know if we could ever like have a Johnny Johnny Bones without a John Jones that's getting arrested kind of thing. Without so. the law trouble. Yeah. But I mean, I would, would we ever have the Mike Tyson today if he, Mike Tyson ever bit off the ear and did all the crazy stuff he did? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, for sure. Like, so, yeah, like, with Mike Tyson, he's an example. Like, he, because, like, he would even say, like, in his training, like, uh, Customato, his coach, the whole time, like, he would, like, basically, like, do brainwashing techniques on him. Like, he would just be hitting you, like, telling him, he's like, you don't exist. You're nothing. There's nothing except for the mission. The mission is to kill this other person, and that's all there is. Yeah. You are nothing without beating this man. You are nothing without, you are nothing. Like, so it was, like, beat into his head, like, all he was was violence from the time he was, like, a child to to whenever so it's like well i mean like they they they, they found they, they i mean they, it was clear that mike tyson wasn't you know fully there so well i mean so this is a thing too like people i always had this idea of him being like just just fucking like a basically like a human pit bull but like he has like not doesn't think a lot he's really good at violence and like he does that but like i like some of his interviews and shit like he gets deep like he reads books like he when he was on the joe rogan podcast joe rogan was like Hey, have you heard of? Uh, or he's like, you know about uh, Genghis Khan, right? And Mike Tyson was like, uh, actually, his name was Timogen. <laughs> and then, he, then he starts <laughs> to tell Joe Rogan like the history of uh, Genghis Khan, because he was like, 
when he was younger, he wanted to know. He's like these, like people like that go to war and run countries. Like he wanted to know about these great warriors, like what it was in them that that made them be able to do that. He's like, I wanted to to find out about what made them be like Alexander the Great is another one of his heroes. So Alexander the Great and um, uh, Genghis Khan, and, he's, and so he'd read books about what it, what they did, where they came. So like. He thinks about all this shit, but all we see is this like this guy that's like, ah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna eat your babies, like that guy. So like that's all we think about. But he's got a lot of other shit going on in his head. Like it's crazy. Like we're not crazy, not crazy, but he's like uh, he's a lot more thoughtful than I think he gets credit for. Oh, for sure. Well, I mean, like, yeah, I, I, this but you, you you hit on the spot earlier. Like you know, there's a John Jones as a guy. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> And then John Jones, the athlete, you know, the UFC fighter, it was amazing. But, I mean, yeah, who knows, man? Who knows? Yeah. Who do you think can take uh, Francis right now in the heavyweight? Nobody, right? I mean, we all thought it was Gane. Yeah. Well, nobody I, else, really. I thought it was going to be gone, but maybe Stipe. Because I, I feel like also Stipe probably, he had to be watching that fight and be like, because <laughs> like everyone's praising but I'll, i guess also because stipe did try to take um francis down in their last fight and francis stopped he stu- he stuffed that takedown and that was when everyone was like oh shit he's starting to wrestle now because he caught him he got the underhooks and he pulled him up and then he i think he even reversed it and sat down on stipe like full mount but so i don't know now that if if his wrestling <laughs> oh and that thing that he's got kamaru usman in his fucking corner too now oh oh i Man. saw that yeah yeah oh. yeah I mean, they they've been backing each other up for a while. Yeah, they? yeah. They, I mean, they've been. I think it's relatively new, but they have been, uh, you know, kicking it for a while. I think. And then this was this is for sure the first time he cornered him. But it's like, just think about all same. Like I was saying with Figueredo having uh, Henry Cejudo in his corner, like because he's. So now they have like dominant champions in their corner and to give them all those other little tips and motivation and stuff. It's like, oh man! Like it's, I felt the same way when Usman went over to Trevor Whitman. I was like, oh shit, we're oh, fucked. Yeah. Everyone's fucked now. Because when I found when he was gonna fight uh, Masvidal the first time, and then I found out, I was like, fuck, he's training with Trevor Whitman now. Fuck, Masvidal's coach isn't even gonna be there. I was like, oh no. Masvidal's fighting again soon, right? Colby, yeah. Col- him and uh, oh, he, I think Masvidal's gonna get his butt whooped, bro. Oh man! So I I want Masvidal to w- to win. But I'm nervous because it's like, I feel like this fight, because they've talked about it before, but he's never, I don't feel like he's, until now, I don't think he's ever come out before and been like, no, 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 yeah, I'll fuck that guy up, whatever, whatever. So, I don't know, I'm a little nervous. As much as I dislike Kobe, Kobe's a bad man. Yes, and that's so frustrating. Kobe's a bad man. He very well might be the second best fucking uh, welterweight in the world. He is a bad. It might be, it might be him dude. and Usman, and then everybody else, which is really frustrating to to say. <laughs> I really dislike the guy for real, but he he is a bad man. But we all got to give Usman his hands down. But he's going down as one of the best, if you know. Oh, man. and I'll I'll admit it. I hated Usman. I talked shit on him before because uh, I was like, oh, he's just gonna fucking wrestle fuck and all. But I you can't you can't he cannot be denied now, and especially now with. 
his get his hands with uh, working with Trevor Whitman. Like he knocked out fucking Jorge Masvidal. Like he's undeniable now. Like he's a fucking. Monster. I mean, okay. I I just gotta say it, bro. Okay. My, I like Masvidal because of his personality, because yeah. of his character, you know, his characteristics, everything about him. He's a cool-ass dude. Yep. He can fight, but I've always thought he wasn't that great of a fighter. Uh, I think, well, yeah, because he was always, you know, they call him like a journeyman and whatever, but he didn't, I feel like he fought, but he didn't really, uh, he just fought to 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 cause to be a fighter. He didn't and show he think, didn't show any like showcase any great jujitsu. He didn't showcase any great MMA in my personal opinion. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's a street fighter. Yeah. So like, think, and don't get don't don't get me twisted though. He was a he's a great and amazing if not you know a street fighter. He was, yeah. He, he did great as prime, but I just don't think he fought anybody worthwhile and nobody really pushed him to what true MMA could really be. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean that. And so that, I really that don't that think that's has what it takes. Like, oh, give it, okay, if he was a rating in a game, I'd give him like an 82, 83 maybe. Right. I th- and I th- I think, well, I was going to say before, like, yeah. I'm talking about now, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How he is right now. I too. think he's like a, I think in the rankings, he's gone as high he's he's going to go. So now all of his stuff is all super fights. But what the fuck are those dogs doing? And then he's like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't, yeah, he's, I don't, I, yeah, the time that he could have, if he was going to be champ, I think the time has already passed. Like his chance was with that first fight with Usman. And then after that is like, I don't think he's going to be, he's he's never going to be, he's never going to be Usman. He's become, he's become one of UFC's just like, you know, showcase fighters just for entertainment purposes, to give tickets in, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's like, what, the Diaz, entertainment. The Diaz bros in the same kind of position yeah because it's like their it, their ranking really doesn't matter people want to come and watch them so it doesn't matter where their ranking is in the fucking roster but they're always going to be main card pay-per-view fighters true 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 but uh what was your question look out of out of masvidal's last uh well, just in order of date one two three four five six seven eight nine ten fights he's won six so he's six and four. That's not terrible. I mean, who, who that's are, not dominant right there. Who are his, who are his fight? I mean, yeah, it's not dominant, but he's not terrible. Who who are the fights though? So, so he's okay, he lost to Benton Henderson, and then Damn. he lost to Lorenz. Hey, well, wait, so he lost to a former champ, right? And then that was 2015. 16, he lost again to Lorenz Larkin, and then he won. To, he fought two more times in 16 against Ross Pearson and then Jake Ellenberger. And then oh, in 17, back when he won against uh, Cowboy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he lost against Damian Maya. And then. Th- Hello? Uh oh, I cut out. Are you there? I think we lost them.
cannot hear you. Oh, I can hear you now. Okay. Oh, now I can hear you. Can you hear me? Weird. Can you, can you hear me? Are you on Discord or something? No. <laughs> you can't hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Oh, got it. Uh, but yeah, I agree. I, I don't think he's ever going to be champ now, so it's all super fights, but, uh, he's for sure fun to watch. And it's like, even not fight. He's fun to watch even when he's not fighting. <laughs> he, he, he brings in tickets. That's it. Oh, for sure. Brings in tickets. Oh man. You heard Kayla Harrison. She re-signed with PFL. Who? Kayla Harrison. She did what? Oh, you don't. She, well, she's fights for PFL. She trains at American Top Team, and she. Uh, well, she wins. <laughs> she's a two-time. Wasn't gold. she already with PFL? She she's just a, resigned, right? I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she was already with them. She yeah, she was with them, and then she finished out her contract, so she's free agent, and she's looking, trying to. She was looking at other promotions, and because I mean the thing is, I think everyone wants to see her eventually fight Amanda Nunes. Or come over to the, you know, what I mean, beat everybody up in the UFC at least. Um, but, but doesn't Amanda Nunes have to win her, win her title back? Yeah, well, she still has her 45 title, and Harris, Kayla Harrison, right now she fights at 55. Um, so then she would go down to 45. She did 145 and Invicta, and she fucking, she split oh, yeah. this. Which title did uh, did she lose recently then? 35. Oh. Yeah, okay. Pena got that 35 offer. Man, I wonder how mad Megan Anderson... Oh, wait, like, they fought at 45. But even still, I wonder how like, Megan Anderson is like, that 35, 135 chick knocked her out, or choked her, knocked her down, choked her out, and I got my ass beat at four, 145. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I feel like the UFC is like so mad at Megan, Megan Anderson, because they cut her immediately after. Because, I mean, it was a terrible performance. But uh, she choked. But um, then they like cut her, and then she was a announcer or she was a commentator for Invicta. But then I feel like she got fired off of that too. So I don't know. <laughs> like I think the UFC was trash. like the UFC, trash, <laughs> the UFC was like I feel like the UFC blackballed her or something because they're like we put so much into this promo- promoting this fight, and you <laughs> fucking you just choked. Because I mean, like me when I found out Megan, like because it was like a year that they were spo- like. Their fight buildup was like over a year, and so I went. I, I was watching Megan Anderson's old fight because I had I didn't know who she was, so I went back. I watched her Invicta fights and stuff, and she was fucking chicks up. Like this, there's two of these fights. She hit these girls so hard, their faces like change. Like that, I have to find a picture of it. But like she fucked these girls up. Like split their faces open. They like that. Look, like. You like Joanna and Jay, Joanna and Jacek fucking hematomas on their head kind of thing. So I was like, oh, she's gonna. Fu-. I was like, all right, she could, she could beat, like if she, you know, maintains the distance and fucking, cause she's six over six feet tall. Like those legs, how does yeah, anyone she, ever get she to could you? Could probably like, take it to both of us at with, the same time. Oh fuck yeah, with legs that long, how can anyone ever get to you? But then she, ch- I mean, whatever. It wasn't me in there. I mean, Amanda Nunes would beat me up too. So. Oh yeah, she'll, she'll just sit on us, bro. She'll, she'll like she'll eat us. Ugh. Have you been training still or no? 
No, I haven't been back in a while. I need to go back. Yeah, ditto. I haven't really been in the Oh, back actually, in a while <laughs> so I, t- I told myself because uh, my birthday is in a couple weeks, and I was like, all right, so starting February, I'm going back. Oh shit! What do you do? What are we doing for your birthday? Uh, I don't know. I don't really ever celebrate. Well, me, I'm really? going back. I'm going back to the gym. <laughs> Where you uh shoot? Maybe I drive over there. Yeah. When are you? Are you? You Maybe still I drive over there in the same place? Yeah, I'm in Illinois right now. It's cold as heck right now, dude. We're expecting there's like a it's like a weather weather advisory like 9 p.m. today till 6 p.m. tomorrow. Ugh. It's like negative 30 degrees with windshield or something like that, dude. I mean. <laughs> Damn. Yo, did I tell you I got stuck in that fucking storm a couple weeks ago when they shut down no, 95? Did I the show Virginia you the pictures? Traffic? Yeah, yeah. Did I show you the pictures? Were you in, were you in that? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I drove down to North Carolina to pick some stuff up uh, on Saturday. So I drove down and then I came back up because it was like four hour drive down. So eight hour round trip. So I came back Saturday and I saw the weather advisory. And I, so I was trying to beat it. So I came back and I was like, because it was supposed to be earlier in the day. And I was like, oh, I guess we beat it or it's not coming. So I was like, all right, we'll just, because I stopped at my buddy's house in Virginia. I was with, my, uh, my daughter was with me. And I was like, all right, well, we'll just stop here. And then in the morning, we'll leave. Oh, no, you're yeah, with you too. Yeah. So then we, so we stopped at my buddy's. The next morning I get up and it's like coming down crazy. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I think we're, I'm stuck here. But look, I mean, luckily too, she was on, um. Uh, Christmas break still too, so then uh, my buddy and I we try to drive out. I told him it was a bad idea, but he wanted because he just bought another house, so we were gonna go and look at his other house. So we leave out of there, and we're we go down to the end of the road at his street, and then we get onto the road and we start to travel, and it's like I don't know less than a hundred yards we probably go, and there's a fucking tree laying right across this across the road. Uh, cause there's all like evergreens out there. So they, they got all bogged down with all the heavy snow and then all the trees started just fucking falling over. Wait, the snow, not the trees. Yeah. yeah cause the, you know, like the, cause, uh, like the tree branches, they hold like, cause they're, uh, what do you call them? Coniferous. What are the, the, uh, like pine trees. So they're still green. They have all the, the, you know, the bow on them or whatever the, not leaves. You Man, know. I ain't no biologist. You know, like you know, you know how Arbor, Arbor, yeah. So you know how Christmas trees, Christmas trees are still green in the winter, right? So they still, oh, needles. That's what they're called. So all the they still have all the needles on them, and the snow sticks stuck to those. The the pines on them, the pine needles. Right. Yeah. 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 So all the pine, because all out there, all the tree, it's like all pine trees. So they had the pine needles on them still. So the pine needles caught all the snow, and the. Then it bent them all over, and they started snapping and falling across the road. So when we got to that one, there was a guy coming the other way with a chainsaw. So he started chopping up, and we helped him pull him out. And he he was like, yeah. (laughs) He said he had to cut through three other trees before he even got to that one where we were at. So we were like, all right, well, we're not getting out today. So we turned around and went back. crazy. Yeah. And then the next morning when I tried to get out, I'll send you pictures. It was fucking nuts. Like, it took me an hour to go, like, five or six miles to get to the interstate. Then when I get to 95, I'm like, all right, I just got to get to 95, and then I'll be good. Get to 95, and it's the interstate is shut down. All the uh, the gas stations at the exit are just full of uh, 
uh, like truckers and people's cars. There's truckers just like jackknifed inside the gas station. Like I'm looking at the overpass. There's trucks like jackknifed on 95. And then there's just like a row of traffic going back for miles. It took me, uh, I think, like nine hours to go like 70 miles in the end. You serious? Yeah. And I also I was lucky because I got out of the line because everyone was trying to go on 95. So there's another like the side road. It's like one north. Right. So everyone tried to get on one north. So we're all. So I got on and I was at a stoplight. It took me almost, I think, at least an hour to get to the next stoplight because we were all sitting there. You'd say I was. I would turn off my car and put it in park, or and I didn't turn it off. I put it in park. I kept it on because it was cold, but I put it in park. Wait twenty minutes, then cars would move one or two spaces. Then I'd move up, put it back in park, wait for another. It took us an hour. So after we did that, got to the next stoplight. I just got off and I went on the other side roads, and started taking the other side roads until I got a Quantico, and then I was able to get on the base Quantico. And then that cut it out because I, I cut through the base and went all the way around to the other side and was able to get. But it took me, I think, seven or eight. That's too much work, man. Like seven hours just to get to that. There there are people that were sitting for 19 hours, over 19 hours in there. Yeah, yeah it made national news, bro. Yeah. I read about it. Dude, it was fucking nuts. Like, I, I wouldn't believe it if I hadn't seen it. Like, even, I was looking at I-95, the exits blocked off with cones. And I was sitting there looking at it, and I still couldn't believe it. I was like, no, this is a mistake. I can, I'll, I'll just drive through them. And I tried to do it, and they are like, no, no, no. They had police over there. They're like, you can't get on 95. And I was like, where are people supposed to go? This doesn't make any sense. How am I supposed to go anywhere? And they're like, eh, we don't know. We're going to sit your ass inside and get some beers. That was crazy. But anyways, uh, that was how that went. <laughs> How's your dog doing? But yeah, man. Huh? How's your your? Pup? I'm gonna have to let you go though. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go have some dinner a little bit though. All right, go eat. I'm tired, anyways. Yeah, it's all <laughs> good, man. I appreciate the phone call, bro. No, thanks for taking it. Yeah, yeah. All right, bro. I'll let you in a bit, bro. All right, man. Take it easy. All right, yeah. Bye, bye. Later. <laughs> Got him. Finally ambushed him. Um, but yeah, so that was O. <laughs> oh man, I should have had on talk about the first time we hung out. The first time we hung out, the next time I saw, so we it was on a weekend. Then uh, it was when we were in the Marine Corps. So so we hung out on like a Saturday or Sunday night, and then on Monday morning when I saw Matt Formation, he was like, "Yo, dog, we can't hang out anymore." Because <laughs> that was fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, after the first time going out, he's like, this is the last time we're hanging out. <laughs> but, you know, I won him over in the end. We're still friends, I think. Or he at least answers my phone call sometimes. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of like, yeah. But anyways. Uh, oh, shit, we're almost on two hours. Dos horas. Uh, but yeah. I gotta take care of these pups and do some other shite. But, uh, I don't know. Thanks. Thanks for for being uh, a listener. Thank you for your support. Very special.
for to helping me. Thank you. Uh-huh. Like an intro or outro. Like this.